0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Uncomplicated English podcast. Before we get started, I would like to remind you that the entire transcript for this episode can be found for free on my website, uncomplicatedenglish.com, where I also give one-to-one conversational lessons. Today we are going to learn some idioms, but first you might be asking yourself, what is an idiom? An idiom is a phrase that often has a meaning that isn't obvious at first. Sometimes we can know all the words in a sentence, but still don't understand the meaning. This happens quite often when we learn a new language. Idioms are a common part of the English language, so knowing them can help you take your English up to the next level. Alright, let's get started with today's episode. Number 1 to cost an arm and a leg. This is an idiom that we use when we want to say that something is very expensive. You could say that the new TV you want to buy costs an arm and a leg. This is another way of saying that the TV is very expensive. So expensive you might have to sell one of your arms and one of your legs to have enough money to buy it. Let's try another example. Let's say that your car is broken. You take it to the garage and they tell you that it needs a new engine. You could then say, that is going to cost you an arm and a leg. Number two, you can't judge a book by its cover. This is one of my favourite idioms because it is very true. This idiom tells us to not judge something or someone by how they look. How many times have you seen a book, with a beautiful cover, with lots of nice colours, however when we open it up and start reading, we realise it's very boring. So let's try it out in an example sentence. Let's say a new guy starts to work at your job. He's tall, strong, has lots of tattoos and a big beard. Now at first glance we might think that this person going to be very tough and a little scary but then we get to know him and see that he is actually very friendly and kind. This is an example where we have judged a book by its cover. How about another example? A pineapple. When we first look at a pineapple we see that it has a hard spiky exterior. It certainly doesn't seem like a sweet tasty fruit, but when we try it, realise it's sweet, soft and delicious. Number 3. The best thing since sliced bread. This is another very common idiom. It means that something is great. For a long time people used to buy entire loaves of bread that weren't cut up, but in 1921 a company started selling loaves of bread that had been cut up into slices. This might seem like a small thing, but a lot of people were very happy that they no longer had to cut up the loaf by themselves. However, this idiom can be used in a different way as well. Let's take this sentence for example. Kevin is so arrogant he thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. So what does this mean? Kevin is so arrogant He thinks he is so great and amazing that he is the best thing in the world since sliced bread was created. Number four, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Quite often this expression is used to tell someone to not expect too much of something. We should not make plans or count on something good happening before it actually happens. So for example, I could say, I'm sure my boss is going to give me a pay rise next month, so I'm going to buy a new car today. A friend of mine could then tell me to not count my chickens before they hatch. He is telling me that I should rather wait until my boss has given me the pay rise before I go out and spend a lot of money. It could turn out that I buy a nice new car and then I don't get the pay rise. That would be a big problem. Number five, to kill two birds with one stone. Now, this at first might seem a horrible expression. This expression means that we can get two things done at once. We can get them done at the same time. So let's use an example. If we are going to London for the meeting, then we might as well visit grandma and kill two birds with one stone. Now this doesn't mean that we want to go to London and kill Grandma. It just means that we are going to be in London and Grandma lives in London, so whilst we are there, close to her, we might as well go and see her. Number 6. There's method to my madness. This is another idiom that at first might seem a little strange. It actually comes from the famous playwright William Shakespeare and his play Hamlet. When someone says that there is a method to their madness, what they mean is that although what they are doing and how they are doing it might look very odd and senseless, it actually has a purpose. Let's see an example sentence. Let's say that we are watching a man paint. At first he's throwing paint on the canvas and making strange shapes. But in the end, his painting looks beautiful. We can then say there is a method in his madness. Even though it looked like he was mad and painting with no purpose, in the end, we see he knew what he was doing all along. Number seven, the ball is in your court. This is a saying that comes from the sport of tennis. It means that the responsibility for something has passed on to someone else. So let's imagine that I have had a big argument with one of my friends. I then apologize to him and say that I am sorry and that I want us to be friends again. I can then say the ball is in his court now. It is now his responsibility to decide if he wants to accept my apology and to be friends with me again. So, if we think of it as a game of tennis, I have hit the ball into his court, and now he can decide whether he wants to hit the ball back to me and be friends, or if he wants, he can decide to not hit the ball back and not accept my apology. Well, that's all for today. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. As always, I'd like to remind you all that the full transcript for this episode can be found for free on my website uncomplicatedenglish.com where I also offer one-to-one conversational English lessons.